Hey, everybody. Welcome to True Crime Paranormal. I'm Christy Brower here with my co-host and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Welcome Hello. to our weird Wednesday live stream. <laughs> there Glad you we go. figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> so we like, like to it. get on here on Wednesdays, talk to you guys, give you any updates we have, maybe share a new case with you. Just, you know, say hey to everybody. And so, yeah. uh, Katie, how are you? Well, I'm good. We had such a fun day. We did. Yeah, Christy spent the day at my house. We have been working on making shirts. We, uh, I have a vinyl cutter. There's a fly in my office that is just making me crazy. <laughs> oh, no. I might have to bring a yappy chihuahua in here to take it out. But oh, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I have a, a vinyl cutter and a heat press. And so every once in a while, we get the bug to make some t-shirts. So yeah, we made, gosh, what, 11? Shirts today? Yeah, it was a bunch. Anyway, yes, this is what I made today. Oh, nice. Love yes, it. Love it. New shirt. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we had a ball. We got lunch from our one of our favorite Thai restaurants. Uh, yeah. You know, order out, of course, because my town is teeming with COVID. So oh, okay. <laughs> sure is. Everything you do is really careful. But anyway, yeah, it was great. We had a lot of fun. And yeah. Where yeah, I bought a bunch of new shirts for fall, and I'm like, you know, these are boring. I think they all need some kind of a design or graphic or something on them. So mm-hmm. I got a bu- I got a bunch of cool shirts about you know like being a witch and um, mm-hmm. crystals uh, and crystals. I got a Black Lives Matter shirt. I got another RBG shirt because I have several of those and mm-hmm. just lots of cool stuff. Yeah. So it was super fun. And uh, yeah. Christy's son, Mike, hung out with this. My daughter, Mars, who, uh, you know, is on potato harvest. So it has nothing to do besides just, uh, you know, whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> or help us make sure. Yeah. That was yeah. great. Really just fun hanging day. out. So, yeah, it was really great. It's really folly and pretty. And we're working hard on our cemetery tour that's coming up the second weekend in October. So yeah. lots of plans coming together there. So, it's yeah, really just fun. all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time of year. Mm-hmm. So we we don't have a ton of updates for you. I, I did learn something just a few minutes ago that I wanted to share with you um, about the Daybell Vallo case, because a lot of times this live stream is about that case. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot to share on it today. But um, other than the story and the coverage of that case is going to be featured on uh, Nancy Grace's show coming up in October, the premiere of her season whatever you call it i don't know whether you like her or don't like her i don't know but um anyway they're going to be covering the the daybell um valo case which i think should be interesting you know it's always interesting to see different news outlets cover it because you get little you know you kind of get a little bit different side yeah of the story and so that's coming up in october so we will certainly Mm -hmm. uh watch that and then share with you our our thoughts and feelings about how it's presented or what's presented it's interesting living local to a case like this and then watching what national news does with it. Because when you mm-hmm. live it, when you literally live here yeah, as things are happening and then you see what gets presented on local news or on national news, it's kind of like the hell where'd they get that from? You know, mm-hmm. that's not right or whatever. So, so it's just their interpretation of the area and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's very interesting to see, you know, cause if, they're coming into a place they don't understand, and this is a weird place, guys. <laughs> you know, you've been listening and following <laughs> along. You know this is a weird place. For sure. 
So yeah, I'm kind of interested in that Nancy Grace uh, episode and see kind of what she's got to say, how she's yeah. going to present. It's going to be very dramatic, as you know, because that's a Nancy Grace thing. Is oh yeah, super dramatic. You don't really have to make up any drama in the Daybell Valley case because it's all there. Oh man, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see if she has any more, uh, you know, if, if there's any new information or I, I suspect there's not. It's kind of a recap, I think, of just where we are. But if, mm -hmm. there are some court dates coming up, you know, there later are. this month. So there will be a little more to report. Oh, my God, I swear. <laughs> that fly just will yeah, not fit. It, it's mm -hmm. just. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've got it's going to be interesting. The um, well, the first court day we have coming up the like the 24th or something of October is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking um, it was the 29th, but I could be wrong. Yeah, right well, in there. One of them might be the 29th, and then it's November 24th. Anyway, the first one mm -hmm. is they're going to view the uh, the uh, motion that um, Chad's attorney, Mr. Pryor, has put forth to mm -hmm. um, <laughs> drop all the charges. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really kind of curious about that um, that hearing because. <laughs> I mean, the judge mm -hmm. has got to be like, son of a bitch. What are we doing here? You know, this is, <laughs> right. holy crap. What a stupid move. But, you know, they have to try. But I'm very curious to see what, you know, what they have to say, what their reasoning behind this is after mm -hmm. the preliminary hearing and two days of evidence. And, you know, if they're just hunting for more of the what what the uh, prosecution has or mm -hmm. what this really is about. I, I think it's just prior doing his due diligence. I don't think mm -hmm. there's any chance that he actually thinks that this is going to get really, or, you know, thrown out. I, I know he knows it won't. I think it's, this is just him doing everything he can possibly do. Mm -hmm. Knowing that uh, at some point Chad is just so screwed. You yeah. know, I mean, he is totally, mm -hmm. I mean, how can you, how can you justify dropping all the charges when the children's bodies were literally found in his backyard. Like, come on, yeah. dude. Like, really? Yeah. Why do we have to even visit this? It's totally ludicrous. Yeah. But, again, notoriety on the parts of the attorneys, too. Right, right. Um, well, and then, you know, I'm sure that there will be a lot of pearl clutching, and he will be oh yeah, you know, just incensed by everything like he has been so Mostly, far. Mostly, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. he's typically quite angry by uh you know <laughs> the existence of the prosecution yes <laughs> yes it, it does appear so mm -hmm. uh and then so then the next hearing coming up in november will be about whether or not the child the trials will be joined for yeah um laurie and chad and mm -hmm. you probably know this but if you don't know Chad is not for joining trials and Lori is for joining trials, which is mm -hmm. interesting information. Tells us some stuff, I think, about potential mm -hmm. defense. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very curious to see. I don't fully understand, like, on what grounds does the judge look at this? Because the prosecutor has asked for it. Mm -hmm. Mr. Means has said, yes, we're fine with it on Lori's side. Chad has said, no, we're not okay with it on Chad's side. Or, you know, Mr. Mr. Pryor did. And so mm -hmm. now what does the judge look at to decide? Or what information yes or no? the, does the defendant have to prove or provide? Yeah. Because he says that the joinder would be extremely prejudicial to his client's case. Yes. So does he have to spill his guts about some of the evidence that he has? 
you know, or the, or the, or the, uh, or the, 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 the way they're going to present their case. Yeah. In order yeah. to, you know, make that case for the judge. I don't know. I'm not sure what that's going to look like. I, what I believe to be true, honestly, is that if either of the defendants uh, don't want a joinder, they, there won't be one, you know, that right. I mean, I think there'd have to be pretty compelling evidence to force that if they don't want yeah. it, because it, I mean, I would think that violates their rights. Uh, Babushka in the um, chat says, why does Chad want a separate one from Lori? Well, that is the million dollar question. Why does he? Mm -hmm. and, and we think it's because his defense may be laying the responsibility for uh, this situation at her feet. Right. And so it does feel like this is, you know, an indication that Chad is going to flip on mm -hmm. her and that mm -hmm. she was not planning to flip on him. Yeah. That's been everybody's, uh, you know, the, the wait and watch and see who's going to roll on who, if anyone, yeah. you know, and, and it really does at this point appear that maybe Chad's going to go ahead and roll on Lori. Yeah, it, it does. However, so I still think that there are some uh, twists and turns that we're going to see here that may uh, compel Lori to roll on Chad. We'll see. I, mm -hmm. I think that uh, there's there's a lot that's still to come that's going to change. You know, I mean, Lori has a lot of charges pending. Yeah, she You does. know, and if uh, maybe maybe she will be the one who takes the deal at the end of the day, you know, well, it's possible. Depending on what, you know, Chandler, Arizona, what they decide to do, you know, they've mm -hmm. made a commitment that they are going to, you know, they're they're pursuing charges against Lori for Chad or uh, Charles's Charles death. death. And they're yeah. investigating now and they intend that that's what they're going to do. The mm -hmm. police say that, you know, we haven't heard from the prosecutor there yet, but mm -hmm. um, makes you wonder, like, yeah. How if how does that come into play if they show mm -hmm. up and say, hey, you know, we're also going to charge you with murder mm -hmm. because this is not a murder case, a murder trial yet here in Idaho. Yeah. I don't know. There's just a lot to come. Will, will any of this happen the way that we think it will, the way it's laid out, you know, like in the court um, schedules and stuff right now? I, it's hard to say. Mm -hmm. Probably not. This case has surprised us at every turn. I think we can expect more of that. Yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too. It's just lots to watch. It's just frustrating right now because it's gotten really quiet, mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, and it's like, come on, man, give us some info. But yeah. you know that they're just using, they're biding their time to yeah. use it to investigate mm -hmm. and to really get things prepared. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if Idaho and uh, Arizona police were not working together on some things. I would mm -hmm. suspect they probably are. Uh -huh. You know, oh, the FBI is involved in this, and so they may be assisting in Arizona mm -hmm. now too. That could totally yep. be. So there's Absolutely. just a lot going on behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. I want to say hi to our chatters, Debbie and Cranky, <laughs> and Mrs. Chronic. Miss Chronic, pardon me, uh -huh. and runs with scissors. How are you? <laughs> Uh -huh. Please be careful with that, you know, <laughs> just point them out, not up. Yes. And of course, Carolyn. Yeah. So welcome everybody. It's nice to see you guys tonight. We certainly hope you're all doing well and, uh, you know, surviving these wild times, but uh, it's, it's nice to come together. Yeah. It is. So it is. there is a case out of Arizona, or uh, sorry, out of Australia. Yeah. That uh, came up here. Do you want me to take the lead on this one or are you? Yeah. Go what ahead. are you doing? Go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll chime in. 
So this is, we thought it might be fun to bring a solved murder to the table. Yeah, we, uh, a finally solved murder. Finally like. solved murder, yeah. We a lot of times bring the unsolved and the completely, uh, you know, bonkers ones, but here we go. So this happened in 1997. Uh, in Right outside of Perth, Australia, there's an area called Claremont, which is uh, a high-end, or at least at the time, area of Perth. Mm-hmm. And there was, in a period of 15 months, there were three women that disappeared. I, one of them wasn't ever found and two of them were. So 27 year old Clara Glennon, she disappeared, uh, in 1995, 1997, sorry. And she was found, uh, two months later in, out in the bush. And then there was also, um, Two other women, uh, let's see, I'm struggling with their names. Sarah Spears, mm-hmm. she vanished in 1996. She was never found. And then there was also another woman who disappeared right around that same time who was also found a couple of months later. So there were these three victims, and I cannot find her name to save my life. It's uh, Jane Rimmer. Oh, Jane Rimmer, that's right. Here, yeah. here we go. So, so Jane and... So Jane disappeared. I want to get this straight. So Sarah disappeared in January 1996. Jane disappeared and was found uh, five months later in June 1996. And then in 1997, uh, Clara Glennon. So it was a 15-month period. Sierra Glennon. Oh, Sierra. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. So anyway, these three women all disappear. And it was really, and of course, two of them, were found with their throats slit and defensive wounds. Yeah. And they didn't really have much as far as uh, suspects. So they did, uh, it, it really uh, rocked that area. They were ruling it as a serial killer. And, you know, there was a lot of investigation, but they didn't come up with much for a long time. But this was a case that had a lot of attention. And, of course, they were really, uh, you know, really upset by this turn of events. And anyway, it was just an ugly thing for a long time. Yeah. So really, cause a small community and just not a kind of thing that happens there. And you know, the, all the stuff that any, any community would be rocked by. Yeah. Yeah. So now back up to 1998 1988. and I'm 88, 1988. And a guy, <laughs> come on. <laughs> a, a by the name of Bradley Edwards. Bradley Edwards uh, sexually assaulted an acquaintance of his and left her, when he left her home, he left, get this, a semen-soaked kimono. Ugh, gross. I know. That's really, that phrase, my God. I know, right? (laughs) That's a visual you can going to have to stab out your mind's eye with a pencil for that right. Semen-soaked kimono. Anyway, he left that in her home, and he was convicted of that crime, I, you know, then and then was later uh, released. While way down the road, they finally just get a hold of, or, or finally do the testing of some of the DNA that was under Sierra's fingernails. So yeah. Sierra Glennon had DNA under her finger, fingernails 
remember she had defensive wounds. She fought. Yeah. Well, they realized finally, this is in 2016. So this is nine years after she was murdered in 2016. They uh, make a match that that's where that's who those. uh, And he's not even somebody that they had investigated. They had a few suspects that never really turned anything up. So finally they go to trial just here recently Mm -hmm. and judge Stephen Hall presided over the 95 day trial. So different than the U S sometimes. And I always think it's very interesting, but because it was a high level of notoriety case, it was held without a jury. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It is. Yeah. Anyway, I can request that in the U S in certain situations. Oh, yeah, perhaps you can. But yeah, yeah just interesting because it was almost like the courts decided that not it wasn't his defense that asked for it. I don't know. That, that yeah. is interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was convicted finally. So their mm-hmm. families have some peace. So he was convicted of the murders of Sierra Glennon and Jane Rimmer. But yeah. he was unable to convict him for Sarah's murder. Uh, he he did say that he believes that uh, it is very likely that he was the murderer. However, because there's no body and just no evidence to prove anything, he really can't in good conscience, uh, you know, convict him for that one. But he, anyway, he was convicted for the murders of both Sierra and Jane and, you know, is being held and they will sentence him in, in Jan- or December. So it's really a, uh, It's a really important, yeah, set of uh, closure for both of those families. I really wish they could have done closure for, uh, you know, gotten closure for Sarah's family. Though I wonder if that, I mean, that's something, you know, for the judge to say. They have a pretty good idea that that I wish they could find her body for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, a solved case, a a Mm long-term solved case. Yeah. You know, her dad, um, Sarah's dad said something really interesting. He was, when she was missing, he said, I appealed for help to find her in a press conference, just like this. He was in a press conference after the Mm -hmm. trial. Yeah. And and he said, uh, and through tears, I said, she would fight for her life because of the way she was brought up. Uh And it was literally the fact that she fought for her life that convicted him because it was the DNA under her fingernails Mm -hmm. that got him. So DNA wins again. Yeah. Yep, and wins correctly. So yes. this is good. Isn't it just amazing, though, how long it can take sometimes? Mm-hmm. Well, it's amazing to me that they made that match in 2016. Yeah. And this just barely run through the courts now at the end yeah, of 2020. In 2020. Yeah. I know, man. Justice is slow grind. Mm-hmm. I guess well, that kind of fits with what we were saying earlier about the Daybell case has gotten a little slow lately. Yeah, but not this slow. for sure it made me wonder are the courts in australia that backed up uh do they just move very slowly in general did it take a much longer time to actually get an arrest i don't know the answers to that but that uh, i I am surprised that it took that long yeah very interesting Mm -hmm. to find why it took that long but so glad Mm -hmm. that it finally did i mean i just think for families that go that long not knowing Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine what that must feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
It's so awful. Yeah. So oh, awful. and hopefully this will be getting that fool off the street forever. You know, I would assume so. I would think the two murder convictions would be enough to, uh, yeah. and his, uh, his, uh, time in the daylight. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. I, I just always like to see some solved cases like, Oh, good. Yeah. They're out here. Because mm-hmm. there are so many heard, Yeah. I just heard recently about two girls who disappeared in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And they were in a car. They were headed to a party. And there was a car in front of them, some friends, who at one point just lost track of their headlights. And they were just gone. And they were just gone. Wow. No one ever heard from them, saw them again, had any clue where they went. They disappeared near a farm where that farmer apparently had some history of, uh, of violence and, you know, various criminal activity. And the police really looked hard at him, but really couldn't come up with anything. And then not too long ago, just here in the last couple of years, a fisherman fishing in a local river saw, uh, you know, like the rusty remnants of a car poking up out of the the mud that he thought seemed suspicious and out of place mm-hmm. or suspicious anyway, for whatever reason, he called the authorities. I got to tell you, if I saw that in a local river, I wouldn't say shit because we have that all the time. Right. It you wouldn't know? be that unusual. But, but maybe, maybe that's more unusual maybe we there. Should. Yeah. Anyway, they discovered the bodies of those girls in their car. Oh, oh my gosh. It wasn't foul play. They had wrecked. They somehow managed to get off the road and had wrecked into the river and they drowned. Uh, 60, wow. 1960s, you guys. I mean, can you imagine? And, and their disappearance was just solved here in the last couple of years. Wow. That's wild. Well, that's yeah. why it's important to just stay on these cases, you know? Yeah. Eventually, something's going to something's gonna give, something's going to break. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, yeah. Yes, that's always the hope. Yeah. Most definitely. Wow. Very cool. Well, yeah. I... I'm really glad to know that at least that guy's behind bars and he can't ever do that to anybody else again. Yeah, absolutely. It does make me wonder though. I mean, those murders were in the mid nineties, right? What has he been doing since then? Right. It's been 20 years. What's he been doing? Yeah. I always wonder that when it takes a while, I'm like, well, okay. Was he just in another part of the country and they just haven't tied him to, murders from there yet i mean they just don't mm-hmm. they don't just stop like that you know not usually no so like i've really wondered about that too but you know thank god for that semen soaked kimono oh, gross, man. but at least you know these days with <laughs> dna as good as it is and you know in the mid 90s when they were originally killed i mean dna wasn't good then and so now at least we have that it's it's weird how we're yeah. seeing this just really big onslaught of old cases being solved through DNA. Yeah. Through um, genealogical DNA. Yes. So that's huge as well. The genealogical DNA. Yeah. So good for them. So a couple of questions. Uh, A lot of you guys have asked us if we have a shop or if we have a place where we sell our stuff. Because we've been sharing with you some of the things we were making for a local witch's market and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we do have an Etsy store. Yeah. So um, there's there's stuff there now. There's always, you know, more things posted or various things posted. Yeah. But you can find our Etsy store is, <laughs> I'm going to get to that cranky. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, 
our Etsy store is Joyful Goddess Designs. Just all one word, Joyful Goddess Designs on Etsy. So if you want to see some of the stuff we're working on, it's over there. We're hoping to actually have some True Crime Paranormal merch over there pretty soon. And mm -hmm. as well as just some of the other magical and awesome stuff we do. So yeah, if you're interested, that's where to find it. And then uh, JR wanted to know, do we do private readings? We do. We do. Uh, I work on a hotline. I work at 12listen.com. So that's number one, number two, listen.com. Uh, I'm there every single day. So that's the way to connect with me. And Christy, how would someone connect with you for a reading? Uh, just through Facebook. Go find okay. me. Um, my fan page is Christy A. Brower on Facebook. And you can message me through there. Perfect. Yep. So that's how you do it. Yeah, we've both worked professionally in the field for about 15 years. Yeah, we surely have. Yeah. All right, so Cranky Babushka said, say that seven times fast, the kimono thing. <laughs> I don't want to. I would, but I don't want to. <laughs> it's bad enough having to say it once, right? <laughs> yeah. And Debbie said, I just read about a mom who solved the murder of her daughter when she, she gave up for adoption when she was a teenager. Wow. wow. That's wow. interesting. I'll have to look that one up. Mm hmm For sure. Very cool. Well... Thank you all for joining us tonight on our live stream. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Of course, you will find a brand new episode from us every Monday, unless um, the technology gods are not smiling on us. And then it's Tuesday, like it was this <laughs> week. Um, but we will oh. always have that. We also are on Patreon and we oh. offer bonus content to our patrons. And so if you go to Patreon, Dot com and you uh, search for True Crime Paranormal, you'll find our page there. If you become a patron, then you get access to some extra episodes that are bonuses that only go up over there. So yeah. we, we do a lot of fun shows for uh, Patreon, but of course we do lots of fun shows over here for you guys as well. Yep. Yeah. Yes, so thank you well, so much. At least we think so. so. <laughs> well, we do. Think so, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> as long as we're entertaining ourselves, then... That's pretty yeah. much why we do this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And definitely be watching out for the cemetery tour that's coming. Yep. You know, yep. as promised, uh, this is got it's getting fun for Christ's sake. Look at it. Did you see it? The fly? Fly. Right on my forehead. <laughs> it just won't quit. It just will not give up. My little Chihuahua Rico, he he hates the flies and he gets just so bothered by them. And the other day I watched him snap one right out of the air. And he was as surprised as the fly. He had no idea what to do with it. He spit it out and he looked at it. And he finally kind of flipped it off his blanket. He was absolutely disgusted. But anyway. <laughs> um, really let's see. We have a question in the chat. Why is your Patreon $240 a month? I think you might not be looking at our Patreon. Our Patreon is $510 and $20. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe try again on that with True Crime Paranormal because that's not our Patreon. Yeah, no. Nope. It seems like really a lot for Patreon, to be perfectly honest. We're, so. we're, we're not balling that much. Nope. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was, I, I've lost my, oh, the, the, the cemetery tour. So yeah. we had talked, uh, we told you guys last week, we talked our younger sister into coming with us. Yes, we did. Uh, to be the camera person. And we promised that we would try to get her in front of the camera a little bit because you guys will love her. Yeah, so she, uh -huh. she knows what she's doing. She just. Oh, she <laughs> when we first started making her do psychic radio with us years ago, she would have to have a shot of Kahlua before the show. <laughs> Get her on the air. Yeah. You'd think yeah. she would have gotten over it after all these years, but I don't know. 
You'd think so. Yeah. But now my daughters are hearing us uh, talking about this tour and how much fun it's going to be. And they're both going, you got room in the car for me? So yeah. we'll see. We might have more tag-alongs than we think. We yeah. Might, but we're going to have some fun with that. Tell some stories. I'm sure we'll do some lives and then we'll probably also put yeah. it together into some episodes as well. So. Uh-huh. Well, we're actually also researching a case while we're there. Oh, yes, we there are. Is, that we'll be sharing later. That's a very a famous idea. Very old, yeah, missing persons case that uh, we've been wanting to cover, but we wanted to do it justice by visiting the town where this person disappeared from and, you know, really get all of the uh, the research that we wanted together. So we're going to do that while we're there. And it won't come out for a couple of weeks after because, you know, yeah, we're gonna put the whole story we'll have a lot it. of footage. Yeah, but it's going to be good. So. That's what's happening. So, well, that sounds like fun. Thanks, you guys. We are True Crime Paranormal, and we hope you all have a great night. Thanks, guys. Take care. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.